When we announced that Father Daniel and I were both moving, many of you expressed frustration and bewilderment, bewilderment that we would both be moving at the same time and so soon. And quite frankly, I pretty much share the same sentiments as you. But I wanted to share with you a little bit why things happen in that way. Because I think part of what underlied that is the feeling of constantly have a having a rotating lineup of priests in your parishes for many years now. And it feels like the bishop just takes priests away all the time. So why is that the case? Because not everybody is aware of why that is. So in our archdiocese, we have about 120 parishes. We have about 80 active priests to look after those 120 parishes. Out of those 80 active priests, only about 30% of those priests actually belong to this archdiocese. That means that 70% of the priests that serve in this archdiocese are on loan from elsewhere which means that those priests are not first and foremost at the bequest of the archbishop here, but to their local superior, who moves them according to his need across the globe. And so what happens in our archdiocese is we have an understanding with different religious communities that they will send us X amount of priests, but there's no promise as to who those priests are. And so they send us a priest for a time, but when they require that priest somewhere else, they move him on and they send another priest in his place. Well, when a priest is new to the country, new to the archdiocese, the place that they send them first is as an associate pastor. And there's less than 10 parishes in the whole archdiocese that have associates, you being one of them which is part of the reason that it feels that there's a constant turnover because the position of associate pastor here is constantly moving because as a new priest comes in, they come, they get acclimated to the archdiocese and within a year or two, they're needed as pastor in another parish. Not only that, but out of that 30% of priests that actually belong here, probably half will be retiring in the next 10 years. And in the last 12 years, we've ordained 12 new priests, one a year. And so that's not enough to even make up for the priests that are retiring, let alone the 70% that should be made up for. And that's actually an improvement from the decade that preceded it. Now, I don't tell you that for doom and gloom, but just to real, re, realize the reality that we're living in, in the church, more or less in North America. And for us, in the Archdiocese of Edmonton, part of what that means is for all of us, and I'm not just saying this for you, but for me too, it has to make us think about the way that we live out our faith. Because peop many people asked me shortly after I got here and for the three years that I've been here, you happy here? I'm like, yeah. Pretend like I'm not here. Let the bishop forget about me so I can stay here for the next 30 years. But that's not the point. The re what comes with all of these statistics that I just gave you is an awareness that 
we're actually missionary territory. These kind of statistics of priests and laity is the reality of a place that's missionary territory. And so we have to see ourselves that way. We have to band together in that way. And so for me, the reflection has been the life of St. Paul. St. Paul only ever stayed in a community for two or three years at a time, and then he had to move on. All the letters that we have are the only means that he communicated back with this community after he moved on to the next community to make sure that they were still cared for. But he set up the community, gave them what he could while he was there, and then moved on because he was on mission. So what that required was that the community that was left behind had to learn how to band together and to stay strong together regardless if they had an apostle coming to their community or not. That their faith stayed strong in the way that they served each other. And if you ever read the letters to the Corinthians, they're the community that wouldn't do that, that St. Paul kept chastising because they weren't getting along. But what I've been reflecting on is back to my first homily that I gave in this parish. Anybody remember? I used a quote from St. Augustine. He says, with you I am a Christian, and for you I am a priest. And so for the last three years I have been with you as a Christian, and it's been a great joy to be part of your faith community, to pray with you, to share your life as much as COVID would allow us, and to be with you in your Christian life. But for you, I am a priest, which means that I can't be part of the community forever. Hopefully, while I was your priest, I offered something for you in growing in your relationship with Christ, because if I didn't, then there was no point on me coming at all. And in that way, the other image that I used way back then was St. Joseph, a foster father. I tried to treat you like you were my own while I was here, but you don't belong to me as much as I would like that. I'm like most of you. I don't like change. And so this is the way that I see things going forward, giving thanks to God for the time that we were together and that we were a community together, but remembering that I'm called to be a priest wherever God sends me, and to serve the people in that place for whatever time he gives me. And I didn't realize when I accepted being a priest that it was going to be this hard. So I'm going to leave you with words from St. Paul as a farewell in the way that he would say farewell to his communities. Be watchful. Stand firm in your faith. Be courageous, be strong. Let all you do be done in love. May God supply every need of yours according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And may grace and peace from God our Father be with you all.